another great thing about you know uh, entrepreneurs like us as that we, we've got nothing to lose we're yeah. already at the bottom right <laughs> what <laughs> yes. else do we have to lose have you ever thought how someone with a history degree could be a business owner in a digital marketing industry our guest for today will talk about her experience from doing a history degree for both undergrad as well as master and follow up with how her journey brings her into the digital marketing industry. Without further ado, let's welcome Rutuja. Yes, thank you very much Rutuja. It's so nice to have you here in our channel. Um, thank you so much Rani. It's amazing that you're you know, invited. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, because I... Uh, We know that you have like you have a story to tell and you are one of a kind I would say from from what I've seen so I would very very love for you to share your story with us today. Well, yeah, I mean I'm going to try and share uh, <laughs> I think I think uh, you know uh, when we are in a particular part like you know uh, the role here is a female entrepreneur. I think stories are a lot of overlapping. Yeah. every person goes through uh, more or less same experiences but you know i'm going to try to share what i what what my journey is and thank you, know, you. that goes if that's any helpful it will be helpful but thank you um so i'm going to start with uh first if you could tell us a bit of your background like who you are where you're from and yeah your background really what did you study in the uni and so on definitely yeah so uh I've done my master's in creative writing from Lancaster University. Uh before that I've done my master's in history actually. Uh oh. that's from Pune University. So yes. you did and double masters. I did. Yes. And uh luckily after that I was in US for a few months and I got opportunity to do my uh diploma in digital marketing from UC Berkeley the Berkeley campus. So that was another turning point for me to get into the industry that I am in currently. Okay 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 let's pause that for a second so so you're currently okay do you want to talk about your uh a bit going into the past like so where you're from and you know like what did you do for your uh high school undergrad yeah yeah absolutely okay so uh, i'm from pune uh, well actually i'm from ahmednagar which is like 3 hours away from pune uh so i've studied till 10th i was in marathi medium schools uh after that i got in college i was always very because i i i am i come from a family who is very socially active i always want to get into administrative roles uh so i was preparing for upsc exams in india uh that is why one of the very huge subject for me was history as an elective uh so i've done my masters in history because that would have helped me in upsc Now weird thing about UPSC is it's extremely hard and really really tough to <laughs> you know uh, get passed in. Uh-huh. So uh, I I tried for like three years, uh, kind of accomplished till mains exam, but couldn't uh, clear the interviews. Uh, so after three years, it was impacting my mental health. Uh, I wanted to do something you know different than what what I'm doing there. I, I wasn't ready to put in more years into the same goal. uh that time i decided that i'm going to move towards content more because even then uh i was taking projects for content marketing i'm a writer from beginning uh through and through uh my father has always been very supportive person plus a slightly strict person so when i was in college i remember i used to love traveling 
and my father used to give me this you know monthly stipend that hey you know this is the money that you will need to spend here and there because i was living in hostels uh so one day i asked my father uh via email by the way because mm-hmm. you know this trick to some extent mm. and i'm like hey you know papa i might need some more money this month because i'm you know planning to travel here and there and he's like hey, yeah that's cool but if you are planning to you know go on treks or go on travels then you might actually have to find ways where you can earn money and in india it's not very usual mm-hmm. to start earning in odd jobs uh we usually just somehow get the jobs after our graduations or something Mm-hmm. but then that hit me that he was right uh, so i put myself out and i started taking smaller freelance projects for content because i anyways was writing right uh, okay. so my father actually helped me a lot to get into that role to figure out how the freelancing world would work how do i price my services and so on and so forth mm-hmm. and that time i started my content uh, writing jobs so after i did my graduation in history and decided that hey i don't want to be going forward with this uh from that time i just you know full fledgedly been working in content marketing industry uh so again my mother being amazing person that she is uh my family pushed me into getting masters into something which is more relevant to what i like to do mm-hmm. which was content which was writing mm-hmm. uh that's how i got into lancaster uh lancaster being one of the you know highly rated universities in uh northern england uh, mm-hmm. for the writing and creative courses so i got into lancaster uni uh studied amazingly uh, you know about how the content flows how poetry flows uh how the market is really so that helped me a lot mm-hmm. uh, i met amazing group of people also in lancaster mm-hmm. uh, and from then i you know i started my full fledged work in content marketing uh fast forward two years uh i got opportunity to stay in us and i got into uc berkeley mm-hmm. where i learned the full stack marketing the digital mm-hmm. marketing as a whole umbrella and that time i realized that you know i'm more leaning towards making things happen actually showing results through marketing mm-hmm. because i that time i could see what a huge difference it could make mm-hmm. marketing what what it does from mm-hmm. branding to marketing how you can reach out to people that you want Mm-hmm. and from then it's been about 3 years that i set up the inkbot studio and i'm working into full stack marketing currently okay that is a very interesting journey because first you said that you wanted to do the ucpc exam was it uh, yeah. yeah it's upsc yeah it's U- it's a, a yeah it's a it's an administrative exam in india where you can you know you go to become foreign officers administrative officers uh IPS services and so on and so forth. Right, and what you learned in bachelor was uh, what was what, what did you do for your bachelor again? Uh, I did history as majors. So you did history for both hi- yeah, undergrads and masters. A yeah. master. Okay, let's let's go into that though. Why 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 history? Like out out of all many subjects, there why history? Well, I've been a reader like. a weird reader i love reading stuff yeah. i love the history how it you know left like a huge mark on what we are as humans uh so i wanted to get more into it like i just wanted to understand uh, it it wasn't really a goal that you know that i might get job out of history because we know that doesn't happen right <laughs> but <laughs> 
but uh, it was one of the electives for for my upsc exams as well mm-hmm. and it just you know it just opened up so many doors for me as 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 a person because mm-hmm. you know it was something of my interest and uh, i've always been you know uh, i've always had a supportive family who would not just think about money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but would think about hey you know learn what you like to learn mm-hmm. we'll figure out what you're going to do later on Mm. so that actually motivated me to uh, get that elective and you know learn as much as i could about you know roman empires about mughal history about indian history mm-hmm. uh, which i feel like you know at this point is just helps me as a person uh, more than my career okay could you share uh, some of the insights that you got from learning history in terms whether it's from you for you personally you said it is for you personally as well as maybe for career wise as well definitely one thing that i always always i feel inside is we haven't changed people make the same mistakes over and over again everybody mm-hmm. is literally going through the same journey mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. no matter where you are on the earth history just gives you a glimpse which mistakes that you want to not repeat and mm-hmm. you know as as everybody says make mistakes that's not problematic mm-hmm. making the same mistake over and over again might be problematic mm. so history teaches you that so you know this was the mistake this is this was the outcome right so maybe not do it anymore <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah. so i think you know that was amazing stuff but and also history tells you what was the growth throughout like you know Uh, me as let's say a very uh, core feminist it tells you you know what people had to go through it makes you appreciate what, you know the the lives that we have currently i've seen uh-huh. you know what people before us women before us had to go through uh-huh. to bring us to a level where we have access to education work jobs uh-huh. it was a huge leap but we shouldn't be taking it you know casually okay behind this opportunities behind this life that we have Mm-hmm. there were there were millions and millions of people men women who fought for us mm-hmm. history teaches you that history makes you think about it again and over and over again mm-hmm. and appreciate what you have rather than being reckless with the freedom that we have okay so i think that mm-hmm. was that, that's something that i feel within myself after reading a lot or like you know learning a lot Okay that sounds of it, it it is it is something that well yeah i mean you learn from history but why are we repeating things again and again um, yeah. let's go back to the the you said that you are a feminist yeah and what do you see like especially in the current direction of where okay where we are now <laughs> yeah please don't edit this out <laughs> we'll see we'll see okay <laughs> oh my god i hope i don't have to do this again and again but anyway yes no going- you know the funny thing is you talked about feminism and the light went out <laughs> <laughs> that is such a symbolic thing isn't it <laughs> like the president doesn't want me to talk about that <laughs> anyway um no the place is okay it's just the life anyway um yes the question i was going to ask was that um where we are now in terms of 
women position or women empowerment or like whatever you can call it in terms yeah where we are now and what is the future trajectory plus is there something that and uh, history is repeating again is that some kind of element there Well, uh, I definitely believe so. But more than that, uh, we are on a very complicated point right now, where we think that we've achieved the freedom, you know, what feminist movement was supposed to be. Uh, but there are pros and cons. Uh, there is a huge group which rightfully understands what feminism is, which is equal opportunities, irregardless of gender or your, you know, your sex or anything. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a group uh, which is negatively taking the movement which is thinking about you know how women get primary importance uh-huh. in the movement uh-huh. uh, i'm not in place where i could say which is right or which is wrong but what i feel is that we are in a very uh, very complicated movement here where we think that we've gotten what we wanted so like it's it's of course gotten much easier that i didn't have to fight for getting education uh i didn't have to fight to you know uh my family didn't restrict me you know that you can't do this you can't do that i've had open minded parents i've had amazing teachers who supported me uh-huh. but then when i get into corporate life i see that you know maybe that that particular feministic thought process was only given to women and not men uh, okay so i feel that there hasn't been this same thought process across the spectrum so even now somewhere suddenly i can see the discrimination happening uh-huh. me being in a uh, you know uh, in a founders uh, role also i see that there's always going to be some discrimination that's happening in a group where there are male entrepreneurs and female entrepreneurs uh-huh. uh, and again this is not generalization i'm not blaming a, a whole gender altogether absolutely not because i've seen very very feminist uh entrepreneurs male entrepreneurs around me also uh-huh. but then somewhere i feel that uh, there is still leaps and bounds that we're going to have to do uh, to reach where it doesn't make difference if you are male or female uh-huh. we are still we are we are still categorized somewhere uh and there's still like you know few decades to go before we're just going to be humans and it doesn't matter what kinds uh so that's where i think but uh, but there is great hope right people uh-huh. like us people like you know newer generation is coming up with ideas they're getting to execute those ideas they're getting yeah. that opportunity to do so and we've grabbed those opportunities uh, it's not we got it for free uh-huh. you actually had to run faster than usual to grab those opportunities and i'm glad that you know uh, uh, we did that uh, the 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 female clan as we call it our generation actually was able to run faster and grab those opportunities so i think there is of course a bright future going ahead okay um since you already talk you touch about uh, your your role as a founder itself what do you think that okay so you're in the digital marketing and then you're in the content marketing side and well there are lots of other companies that do similar things right i mean not right, just yeah. in india i mean even around the world as across well. yeah yeah yes so how do you see the industry itself as more of a 
male dominated or female dominated or it's act- is it actually balanced well marketing domain has you know uh, very famously sales and marketing has been very famously dominated by male category as you know for for years and years yeah. uh, i don't think digital marketing really falls under that because it's an acquirable skill mm-hmm. so a lot of a lot of women came into marketing a lot of women came into tech which is a you know uh, correspondent field to marketing uh-huh. uh, so i don't think right now we are in a phase where it's a gender dominated industry i think uh-huh. there is like a good scope for everybody people are people are getting opportunities also to do what they like uh, so i don't see that you know there are more females or like more male in the industries anymore but i do definitely see that the uh, the decision makers you know the c-suite of these companies or the founders of these companies or even the managerial levels of these companies are still slightly dominated by male category uh-huh. uh i think it's just the matter of time where uh, okay so it's just matter of time where women step up to uh, because lives are different right rani uh, uh-huh. male life and female life is drastically different and mm-hmm. there's 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 going to be a point somewhere where we take gaps as a as a uh, as a female entrepreneur yeah. i might have to take a gap which yeah. puts me back you know 3 years in the race of managerial positions okay so i think that gap needs to close as much as as possible and we might see more managerial position taken up by women Mm-hmm. uh but yeah uh, I, i i still would say uh, from what i've seen in across five six countries that i'm working with mm-hmm. uh, the managerial or decision making positions are still taken up a lot by uh male category uh i would like to see that changing to some extent right when you're starting this role uh yes i mean because you are already into the content marketing itself right but because it's digital so it it's going to be more than just writing stories or writing copies but you need to know also the digital tech involved around the industry itself so how did you what did you do basically so that you keep up to date in that and what would you say to people who think that they are not from that background that they can they're able to bridge the gap basically amazing thing so marketing is nothing but making people understand why they might need it and if they need it how do you sell that product so you just need to have an understanding what your target audience needs what your target audience wants what are they leaning more towards so marketing is such an amazing concept that mm-hmm. you, you know the humans have came up with that as you said that you know there's ample of every product or every service everywhere uh, nothing is unique anymore right mm-hmm. but how do you still pitch yourself that's all the marketing is that's all the branding is how do you mm-hmm. brand yourself where you can reach out to the right audience and get the opportunities to work with them mm-hmm. so what i always feel is that so i'm a marketing agency i work with a lot of clients mm-hmm. but then i understand that i'm not really working for these clients what mm-hmm. i'm working for is the target audience the third b2c target audience mm-hmm. where i'm trying to reach through these brands so i always feel that you know people who are coming into the market who are trying to do the marketing the first thing the first very core thing that we have to remember 
mm-hmm. is that think about what your end audience wants and then build everything mm-hmm. don't go the other way that i have this and now i'm going to sell it think about what your end audience wants and then create the strategies mm-hmm. because you are basically it's a demand supply world understand yep. what the demand is so you'll come up with the right supply right mm-hmm. so yeah i think i think uh, it's a uh, it's of course it's a uh, amalgamation of a lot of strategies a lot of analysis uh, it's a very data driven world mm-hmm. but i think somewhere as humans you just got to understand people and that's going to help you market anything better when you say it like that i mean it's i feel like it's something that okay it's a bit of generalization here but if we say that uh we as women are more in touch with our intuition then that is something that like we can do that we can already do right like understanding what people want isn't it i mean i think so but again that is something that we can't track right yeah. so we digital people we always say that do something that is trackable your kpi should should be trackable yeah so intuition is something that i can't track plus plus those always run to run into a problem it could be or could not be right mm mm-hmm. research is always right yeah understanding the market is always right mm-hmm. right so that study will will give you better glimpse mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to intuition i think that is based on our uh, presumptions or you know the way we grew up the way we look at things also so there could be prejudiced uh, look or view that we might have Okay, but the data-based research never goes wrong. Yeah, it just tells you what it it is right now, mm-hmm. and that is something that 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 can be acquired. That's a skill that you can learn, mm-hmm. which is which is most important. So this is not based on that. Hey, you know, are you are you by birth a prodigy? It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You can learn this skill if you study or you know work hard enough, and that should be enough. What would you say, uh, like? what's the best way to learn like to acquire this skill of you know data like read, catching and reading the data as well well uh, you know like like any other skill or studies it's a very systematic way to learn mm-hmm. uh, people now think that they can just take up like you know 999 udemy course and mm-hmm. they're going to know everything that there is to learn about digital mm-hmm. marketing yeah it's slightly more complicated than that Yeah, uh, you are not looking to just learn the technical stack that you know how Google economy works or how Facebook works. That is not something that makes you a digital marketer. Mm-hmm. Understanding marketing makes you a digital marketer, right? So mm. uh, I, uh, though I recommend that you know there are a lot of resources online available and people should go about it. Mm-hmm. I just feel that even these resources should be strategized. That what do you want to learn about? Mm-hmm. Don't run after because digital marketing is a very huge umbrella. Yeah, and I would yep. suggest that don't run after each and every skill. Mm-hmm. Pick three skills out of a stack and master those, and that would bring you more value than just understanding. Because I never believe that one person can do the whole digital marketing. That just doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. One person can't design, or that that same person can't write, or do the SEO strategies, or do the media management, or do the organic growth. Because one person shouldn't be even doing that. because as as technical stack also it's very extensive mm-hmm. it needs more patience it needs you know as i said data driven analytics 
uh, so i would definitely whoever is looking to get into marketing i would mm-hmm. definitely suggest that uh, as important as learning data stack is or the tech stack is uh, understand marketing as whole and uh, pick and choose few categories that you would love to work in mm-hmm. and master those give time for those uh, you know those skills and that's how you learn basically uh, be okay. it online be it offline be it with some really intelligent people and another thing that teaches you the real marketing is case studies case what studies. has happened before is is the same with history you know mm-hmm. people have tested and tried a lot of stuff understand what went right for them what went wrong for them and pick and choose your own strategies for see this is why like history is important right even even if it's It not exactly is. like world history or you know like the country history but even in business you said yourself case studies it's it's a history itself it is uh, every data driven work is basically based on history how that thing worked before and how is going to work after mm-hmm. it's all you know the the uh, the core is again history of that particular thing right Yeah. Um so when you're learning all of these stuff I mean like this is definitely I mean I don't think you get all of this in your master in creative writing or even in history right like about data driven analytics or even the um SEO and co- like content writing and stuff so how how do you educate yourself in that Uh, the new technologies in digital marketing yeah so as i mentioned uh, these algorithms on digital platforms are ever changing like yeah. every week there is new algorithm that uh, linkedin is rolling out instagram is rolling out google economy is rolling out yeah so of course you need to be updated with those uh, luckily the uh, the internet economy has made it really easy uh, if you really want to be informed then you can be you have to work harder towards it but then as you said that no no course will teach you how to be a marketer they will mm-hmm. teach you the technology stack i would suggest that learn that stack and build upon that mm. uh, knowledge is everywhere mm-hmm. you got to pick and choose what knowledge is going to help the goal that you have and work towards it so even if you go on internet today right now and just say that you know digital marketing course you're going to get thousands of free courses thousands of paid courses but then understand what content is good the quality content mm-hmm. where can you learn more and what do you want to know so if i am into content marketing i would be reading more about how strategies flow there what is keyword research what is hashtag research how every platform needs different kind of language the tone the you know so that kind of stuff i should understand that this is what i'm going to need to excel in mm-hmm. the in the skill that i want to acquire so again as i said that pick and choose the knowledge that you want and work towards it right so it's basically never stop learning even after outside of you finishing your degree outside you, of your degree basically you can't it's yeah. a, it's a constantly changing field and you can never stop really if you want to bring the right results for you for your clients uh, for the projects that you're working for you will always have to uh, upscale yourself you will always have to update yourself as yeah. you go along yeah no oh, this is uh, very resonating with me because um i'm a, i'm from a social science background and the only tech 
hockey related things that I've ever done is basically configuring my own PC and play video games on PC, but that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like um, coming here, I, I feel like it's even tech itself, like digital tech, it's not something that we can read once and then, oh yeah, I'm, I got it. It's something that you keep, you need to keep learning. You, keep, you need to keep reading. You need to keep learning because it changed. Like the tech today might be different in next week, let's say. Very true, yeah. That's yeah. what honestly it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, uh, be updated, uh, be ready to, uh, you know, uh, tackle uh, any new changes, any new algorithms that are rolling out. Uh, flow with the, you know, be be so comfortable with the stack that you know, that you will be able to flow with that. You'll right. be able to understand the newer algorithms more easily. Uh, right now, and it's just, you know, uh, it's just practice, honestly. Yeah. Right now, it might take a person more time, more more taking, more focus to understand the newer algorithms. Yeah. Uh, eventually, you just understand those quickly. Mm-hmm. One look, one look through the algorithm, and you'll understand what changed and what not. So it's mm. just practice. Uh, don't stop doing it, so you'll achieve that. I think that's like quotable quote of the day, tweet of the day. <laughs> Don't stop. <laughs> don't stop. Yeah. Stop that yeah, that that's a that's a good advice either way. Don't yeah. stop ever. Yeah. <laughs> keep, going. keep moving, keep going, keep walking. As a founder of your digital marketing content writing company, um what are do you do you ever face any uh, challenges just because being a woman and a founder? Hmm. Yeah, I mean uh <laughs> Oh, honestly, I do. Uh, but I'm gonna be very candid here, and I'm not gonna give you, uh, you know, um, the usual answers. I'm gonna be very candid. Oh yes, uh, please. I, I love candid <laughs> answer, please. <laughs> yeah, because uh, personally, if you ask me, I do feel uh, uh, some problems or some uh, obstacles just because I'm a woman. Uh, now, luckily, uh, I'm married. Uh, so luckily, both of my families, be it my parents, be it my in-laws, they've always been super supportive of what I do, uh, what I want to do, what my goals are. But when you step out in the world, when you step out in the founder's world, then you'll be able to see that not everybody's looking at you the same way you should be looked at. It's just plain, you know, uh, expert in what you're doing. Uh you, let's say, as Maharani Hariga, you just want to be looked at as co-founder of Adirani Solutions. But then you'll be looked at as a female founder of Adirani Solutions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please, carry on. Carry on. Right? <laughs> so what I, what I see where the gap is, is we are still seen as female in business. Right. And that comes with its pros and cons. Uh, it could, it, you know, uh, there could be uh, some advances that we don't want to be in position of. There could be ignorances that we don't want to be answering. Or uh, there's always going to be a gap where we are still considered as women entrepreneurs, uh-huh. which is in air quotes. It's not like just entrepreneurs, okay. which kind of bugs me because uh, uh-huh. the viewpoint is different uh, when you look at female entrepreneur and just entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've seen, uh, you know, few projects getting out of my hands just because 
uh, I wasn't convincing enough as a woman or I've seen. So what I usually want is I just want us to be known or, you know, judged for our skill set yeah. rather than our gender. So I just want to be known as digital marketer or, a, you know, founder of a, a media agency yeah. rather than knowing as a female founder of this or women entrepreneur for this. Because yeah. that comes with its prejudices, stigmas, uh, pros and cons, which which I I personally think that are not needed also. We've come to a point where it doesn't matter what gender. Yeah. And we should be able to generalize that more. Right. Okay, wow. Yeah. That it is it is an answer, like rather than being known as a women founder, women entrepreneur, why can't we just be known as just an entrepreneur? It's, it's, yeah, it's what I would like to be known. I mean, I understand that there is a movement and there is always pros for being known as women entrepreneurs. It yeah. supports the movement. It supports, you know, uh, women in the same categories. Uh, it gives you push to the whole, you know, the idea of female entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. But it's just that I feel that we should be reaching to a point where it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. Everybody should get those opportunities regardless of what you are, who you are, uh, what orientation, what gender. It shouldn't matter. Uh, so I, though I understand there are always going to be pros and cons of knowing or being known as a particular category, mm-hmm. I would like to be category fluid as a, as a business person. Category fluid. Okay. I like that. Um, do, don't you think that to be, I mean, that would be very ideal. It's just that in terms of society and then even systemic uh, perceptions here and there, even, even though that's an ideal, that will still be something that can take some time to happen. Hundred percent, especially the you know the Asian economies that we come from. Yeah, uh, it definitely is gonna take time. You know, we are still in a uh, we are still in a phases where uh, sometimes we are not taken seriously just because we are females, mm. or sometimes we are being ignored uh, or talked over just because they are just not used to hearing ideas from women. You know, women mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I've faced a lot. Uh, uh, I'm a very active member of a lot of meetups. I meet a lot of founders. I'm personally very, uh, you know, passionate about the founders economy or founders ecosystem. Uh, I definitely believe in helping the, you know, startups, helping startups, founders, helping founders to grow, you know, together. Yeah. Uh, but uh, meanwhile, I've definitely seen pros and cons of this. Uh, I've seen that I have been talked over. I've seen that I haven't been taken seriously just because I'm dressed differently. Uh, I've seen that, you know, I haven't, uh, people don't notice you until you are in suits, boots, laptops in hand, because they never see you as business person. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that bugs me. So I'm, I, I definitely understand that it's a huge leap from now. It's not going to happen overnight. We can't expect it to happen overnight. Okay. Definitely. Uh, but uh, I feel the more we talk about it, the more faster it happens. Hey guys, if you're watching this video and if you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe and like because this will be very helpful for the channel to grow. Thank you. Let's pick up on the previous topic you were talking about, which is the 
startup founders helping startup founders, the founders economy. Do you want to talk more on that? And I think you have an initiative as well that support that as well. I do. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, as I said that I do believe that, you know, uh, where people are coming up with ideas and actually showing the courage to bring that into execution. So I do believe the startup economy uh, has huge potential as we go forward. Mm-hmm. And uh, as as I started or my husband started in his uh, startup, mm-hmm. he realized that startups, the founders who've gone through the same experiences yeah. are more keen to help the other people. Right. Uh, right. So mm-hmm. that was like a very, very nice uh, surprise for us as well that, hey, people in the same businesses are looking to help you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is how we grew together. Startups mm-hmm. help startups to grow together, right? Yeah. Uh, around that subject, uh, it's not always a rosy journey. Uh, you know, the startup owners, the founders are facing a lot of problems, be it funding, be it their mental health, be it their fitness, uh, because this is a very time-consuming, very demanding profile that you're in. Being a startup founder, yeah. it's a very demanding profile. Yeah. So the, we tend to miss out on some stuff in life or we tend to uh, momentarily ignore stuff that might matter later in the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so around that, we started this uh, initiative called The Bind Project. Uh, this is a meetup series that is curated just for the CCU, the founders and the working professionals community where we're going to focus more on their mental health, their physical health, uh, you know, their problems related to the finances, the funding rounds. So the concept is that these founders come together in a very uh, safe environment and we're going to collaborate with somebody who is an industry expert for that particular, uh, you know, thought process. So our first actually uh, meetup happened around mental health. We collaborated with her startup called Anhad, which works into corporate mental well-being. Mm-hmm. So the founder of Anhad came out, uh, taught us, you know, uh, what could we be missing uh, and how can we uh, make sure that we are taking right steps towards our own mental health and mm-hmm. well-being. Uh, mm-hmm. What are the smallest things that you could be doing, uh, you know, just to keep checks on yourself. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, these kind of stuff in the longer run helps. So our envisioning, what we are envisioning with the Bind project is a huge network community, uh, uh, you know, uh, comprised of the founders, CCUs and working professionals who are coming together to find the answers that they might, you know, uh, get stuck in or uh, might might feel are difficult to tackle. Right. Uh-huh. We want to be there as a community to each other who can help them out. Right. So basically, you're envisioning it to be a community for startup founders by startup founders Definitely. and be a supportive community as it is. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Very well put. Yes. Thank you. Uh, that, I mean, I do hope that we heard hear more about the initiative because it sounds really great. And as a startup founder myself, it is a lonely journey. Definitely. Yes. And it would be nice to have a community where rather than compete like based on competitiveness, it, it's it needs to be like a supportive and a healthy rivalry, I would say. Very true. I mean you've seen it for yourself, like how Fraser House as a community helped you 
yeah as a entrepreneur right yes uh, yes it's the same stuff how what can you learn by other you know with other founders mm-hmm. uh you get access to the history of their journey as well right so you help each other uh, avoid some potholes you help each other you know survive the journey not be very alone you know uh, mm. the journey to the top uh so i think that's what we are looking out you know from this community engagement initiative i hope that uh yeah it's growing and then you can do more uh activities with the community itself yeah definitely yeah. i'll definitely keep you guys posted yes okay um just a few last questions for people especially girls young girls okay let me, me let's let's not put gender into this for people young people who are watching this they might think that oh, they they have their aspiration they have their own aspiration and they want to do that but some barriers might be like oh i don't come from my my family is not as open minded as let's say rutuja's family right, yeah yeah as what would you say to young people who have the aspiration but might not necessarily have a understanding family or any other barriers i would say that uh, uh, though it pains me to say this but i'm going to say that uh, there's always going to be hundreds of obstacles uh, you cannot say no to hurdles uh, not, not having understanding family not having the support that you're looking for not having the right idea not having the right execution not having the right team mm-hmm. there's going to be n number of uh obstacles but if you believe that you like something that you're doing yeah if you believe that you can make change not just for others but for yourself also i think you should keep at it uh another great thing about you know uh, entrepreneurs like us as that we, we've got nothing to lose we're already yeah. at the bottom right <laughs> what yes. else do we have to lose <laughs> so we might as well fight the obstacles we might as well get through it as much as we can and uh, i i personally believe that at the end of the hard work uh, there is success might not be the success that you're looking for but there is always like a one step above that you are so keep learning as much as you can keep networking as much as you can uh, and you're going to reach to a place where you eventually want so journeys can be different for everybody uh, mm-hmm. you know x person can achieve that journey for himself let's say in like 10 years yeah. others might need 15 years but that's totally fine right we've mm-hmm. got one life it's not like we are running to reach somewhere it's not it's not a sprint anyways yeah we don't know what we are doing here we are just living life because we were born so might as well do something that we like take chances for ourselves uh, believe in ourselves mm-hmm. uh, fight the battles that we have to fight and try to reach where we want to go uh, nobody nobody decided the path for us uh, why should we let others decide the path for us anyways thank you rutuja that is a beautiful thing to say uh, yes there will be hundreds of obstacles and what matters is how we are working towards it we are improving for ourselves exactly i mean uh, i think um, you know as we as we touched upon it earlier i think Uh, the way to go is keep at it don't give up don't think yes. that you can't do it you can do it you might feel in that moment and it's totally fine to even feel that that i cannot go anymore 
yeah it's fine to think that you know i'm i'm absolutely tired and i don't want to be doing this anymore yeah but think why you started you had a thought process when you started keep those reasons you know in front of you all the time keep your goals in front of you all the time so it's okay to feel defeated it's okay to be defeated what matters is are you getting back up are you are you trying to you know finish the journey that you started for yourself Right? Yeah. So keep at it, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Rutuja. I I feel like it's not just for the people like out there, young people out there, but also for me myself to keep continuing with this channel. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to it's nice to be reminded of this, right? Even yeah. I, you know, sometimes feel that you know this is it. I there is no way that I can keep going at it. Yeah. But then I've got friends around me. I've got partners around me. I've got family around me. Uh, who kept me on that journey uh that you know uh, you might feel down for a while but yeah. you'll get back up don't worry about it take time for yourself get through it uh, don't try to you know uh, don't try to ignore the feelings that you're feeling feel those it's okay but then get through those so it's nice to even you know reminded of these things uh, though we know that stuff uh, it's not always that we remember this why we are doing it yeah you you need you need a third person to remind you on that <laughs> we do yeah <laughs> yes yeah. yeah well um that's rutuja and thank you very much for this uh this discussion this talk and your insight as well thank you very much for sharing it with us and thank you all so the much best. rani yeah you, and, you know uh, to even start this initiative of you know fempreneur it's amazing to know that you know we get to listen to conversations with like minded people people who've been in the same places that we are yeah. who are leading the same journey as we are so yeah. as i said that this is only going to help us grow grow even or bloom even further yeah. so thank you so much for taking this initiative thank you for asking me to be on it <laughs> i don't know how i did but you know i tried my best you did uh, really well that's an absolute beauty and yeah <laughs> i'd i'd love to uh, you know uh, keep you updated towards any community uh, initiatives that we're taking yes well i hope all the best for your in the the bind project as well as for the inkbot studio as well hopefully Well, I wish it will be success and more even more success than now. Thank you very much, Rani. <laughs>